When you're in the market for a new car, you want a vehicle that conquers your daily commute, easily handles the elements, and looks great too. You need the reliability of a Toyota and the confidence that your investment will last. Why? Because after all the carpools, shopping trips, and weekends out, you want a car that still has plenty of miles left in it and holds its value for a great trade-in deal. That's where Toyota leads the pack as the number one resale value brand for 2024, according to Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. So check out the all-new, fully redesigned 2025 Camry or test drive a stylish and affordable Corolla sedan or hatchback. And remember, when you choose Toyota, you're not just buying a car for today, you're investing in trade-in value for tomorrow. Visit buyatoyota.com, the official website for deals, for more. Vehicles projected resale value is specific to the 2024 model year. For more information, visit kellybluebookskbb.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Company, Incorporated. Toyota, let's go places. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello and welcome to Happier, a podcast that gives you ideas and strategies for living a happier life. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who is usually in New York City, but today I'm in Los Angeles, standing in the closet of my sister the sage, Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm both thrilled to see Gretchen, who's here for her better than before book tour and slightly apprehensive uh, for reasons that will very quickly become clear. Yes, Elizabeth is my habits guinea pig and one might conclude innocent bystander because today we are going to clean out her closet, which I have to say is one of my very favorite things that we do when we're together is um, clean out her closets. And she is an incredibly good sport to be doing this, not only because every time I come to her apartment, I insist on cleaning her closets, but also that with us is Andy Bowers and Mike, um, who's doing the sound. So we have four people standing in Elizabeth's bedroom. We are about to enter her closet. Yeah, and I'll just bring up, Gretchen, that this is not a (laughs) dire situation, although it's, it's needed. We've done this before when I was moving apartments. Gretchen had to come out to an emergency trip from New York because to get me to move, um, I had so much stuff. I was completely out of control. And I mean, I'll let you say yeah. sort of yeah. where you 
where that went. Right. Well, I mean, a highlight of that clutter clearing was when we were just about done, we thought, and I opened up the oven and discovered that Elizabeth had crammed the oven full of completely, like, this strange hodgepodge of stuff. Um, we made, like, five trips to buy boxes. And then at the very end, under your bed, we discovered that you had neatly stored away all the boxes from the last time. You moved. And I believe that we found mail that you had moved unopened, not just from one apartment, but from two apartments. In New York. In I had New actually York. moved my lease from my old apartment in New York to like my third apartment in LA. It was ridiculous. And then we filled the trash chute. Yeah. Yeah. So we could no longer throw away trash. It was the whole building <laughs> was stacked up. Although I did live on the first floor. So yeah. it was from yeah, yeah, the yeah. first floor. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this to me is incredibly fun. And so I, I really do appreciate that Elizabeth is such a good sport. And it is true. On, from a historical perspective, this closet is nothing. And yet, and Elizabeth said, I wonder if there's enough clutter clearing to bother with. But I think that as I look around, I think I'm going to find plenty to do. Okay, so let's go to the closet and dive in. So let me set the scene for our listeners. I will be eyes for you, as Laura said to Mary. Um, so Elizabeth has a closet that by New York City standards is like, I would say, is the size of a small studio apartment. Um, it's definitely a walk-in. She's got lots of shelves. And unusual, like a lot of people who are trying to cl clear clutter out of their closets really need space. But Elizabeth actually has, you have some part, some of your shelves are empty. You have plenty of room on your rods because it's so big, it can hold a lot. So unlike some people, you're not looking for things just to get out to make space. But it's overwhelming visually because there's so much stuff. And I think that I'm a lot of stuff on the floor. And I think that there's a lot of things that we can tackle that it's going to make it just more pleasant so to I use. can also just find stuff yeah because I think part of it is I might have some shoes that I want to yeah. wear but I forgot I have them and they're impossible to see well this is one of the things about clutter clearing is that a lot of times you feel like you have more when you have less because you can find the things that you like more easily and so I mean I have a friend where I helped her clean her closet and her closet was so packed that she just kept wearing like the same 10 items which she kept in a completely different like draped over her bathtub and she never went into her closet at all so it was like she had almost no clothes yeah. um, and then when she got her closet cleared out then she wore a lot she had it a lot it was like she'd been on a shopping spree yeah you're right because she had an active closet um, so the first thing that we do, though, before anybody does clutter clearing is what do you do with the stuff that you're going to get rid of? So we have a trash bag here with the stuff that's just too nasty to give away. And then we have two big plastic boxes for the giveaways. And you know, and it's always good to know who you're going to give the stuff to because it's a lot easier to let go of things when you know that they're going to a good home. So who would you give it to? We've been giving our stuff to Vietnam vets because partly they'll pick up, which oh. is nice and great cause and they pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're getting rid of a lot of stuff, it's good. Um, I just have to say, should we, for our producer Mike here, Gretch, move my slippers? Which <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll give it. Yeah. No, that's a very... <laughs> So, Gretch, before we actually start this, why am I even doing this? Why, why, why put myself through this humiliating well, experience? Well, part of it is because it's fun for me. Uh -huh. um, but also because this is the weird thing is that for so many people say that outer order contributes to inner calm and inner self-command and more than it should. It just doesn't seem like having a messy closet should be any real, really big deal. And it seems trivial and yet over and over people say that when they get control over their stuff they feel more in control of their life and I mean even though you don't necessarily look forward to this don't you feel like once it's done you do feel better yeah and I'm always as you say I'm I'm always happy to see you go but glad you were here <laughs> right exactly exactly so it's worth it's, it's worth doing for that um so let's get started okay
There are some stories about our father's life that I truly never get tired of hearing, from hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting. His retelling of the events always brings me joy. Just in time for Father's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all his stories for our family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your father or father figure's life for years to come. And, Gretch, you get a book of all these stories. And I love just keeping a book on the coffee table and anyone from any generation can see a story from Dad, like what was his favorite toy or what was his first job. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Give all the fathers in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com happier. That's storyworth.com happier to save $10 on your first purchase. Um, let, we'll start here. That hamper has a lot of stuff at the bottom that could be thrown out. So we should go uh, okay. probably Wait, what's the that? difference between your laundry and your hamper? That's like active one. This is partly just a storage unit. <laughs> okay. Partly a hamper. Okay, because you seem to have multiple hampers with just piles of clothes in them. Well, you know why? And you had the thing to identify the problem. Yes. And I decided I didn't have enough laundry baskets. So now maybe I have too many. <laughs> That's like... Like I can't even get wrap my mind around that right now. Let's start. Okay. Let's start with the easier stuff, and okay. and then we'll move on to what is actually in the hampers. But so some of that stuff is just clear. Some of it's laundry, and underneath the laundry is other items like old maternity clothes, okay. things like that that okay. I haven't thrown out. Okay, so we definitely need to tackle that. Okay, so um, one thing that I'm noticing is that there's a lot of like random containers of things like what what is this a container it's a box That's and it's got all of my diabetes test strips so okay that i need okay so one thing and then there are the boxes above it of diabetes stuff and then i think in in we're not even going to go into the chest of drawers but i peeked in one because i couldn't resist and i think there's more diabetes stuff in there yeah do you want to keep it here or do you want to keep this like I know you because I, I also looked around behind your back. Um, you have room in your in like your laundry room closet to put all this stuff. Would you like to keep it there or, or is it more convenient to keep it here? Because um, it's just it's taking up a lot of space. and yeah, It looks know, really messy. I'm thinking we could use it. I have containers yeah. up there that yeah. maybe we could use. Right. Uh, yeah, because sometimes just putting something in a container yeah. just makes you feel more in control of it. Okay. Maybe Andy could reach it for us. <laughs> this is my main use around yeah. the house. There we go. Oh, and what's what's in there? This is like, I think this is stuff from like when I had Jack, who's five. I've got uh, like burp claws. What is the, okay. So this is like, like. Oh, this is stuff to pump, I think for a. Like we, nursing. That, I think this that's, is all throw away. Or do you think we should give it away? Do you think people would want this? The whole thing but, of syringes. Uh, okay, but I think, do you have to give this to your doctor? Because, yes. Okay, so give this goes to, to your doctor. doctor. All right, that's enough medical. Okay, so can I just say, it's already looking better. Okay, what's this? Um, those are hats okay. that probably. That's good, you look all right, cute. that one shrunk, so you can toss that. Okay, toss that one, okay. This will keep. And then you have all these bags of... That is sentimental. <laughs> that was a gift. It's like a, a bride. From So I'm saying like, eight years ago when you got married. Yes. Yeah. Eight years ago when I got married, someone gave me it's like a It's like a zipper bag full of stuff that you've never touched. Well, because yeah. it looks so good as like this. I couldn't bring myself to use it. I tried this at home. Warning sign. 
is the I could use this or I should use this. Because if you say I could use this or I should use this, it means you don't use this. So how can we get, do you want, do you want to like take everything apart so, and put the things so you'll actually use them or what? Because it's very cunning. I agree. It's like all these little things perfectly packed away and like yeah. lotion and baby powder and s ear swabs and hair bands. And um, it's very cool, but you're not using it. I know. You could give it to Eleanor, my daughter. She would play with it. Would she like it uh, just like this with all the stuff in it? Yeah, probably. Or, but then maybe I'm just taking your clutter and putting it in my house. Right. Okay. Uh, well, let's put this in okay. the maybe pile because let's there is good this, stuff. Yeah. But you, so this is another, this is like a happiness stumbling block that it happens in closets a lot. It's like something becomes invisible to you. So it's there and you, it's there all the time. So you don't even notice it. So you don't take, you don't use it to its advantage. And, but you also don't get rid of it because you're just not even registering right. it. So this needs to be actively pondered. Actively pondered. Okay, so there we're gonna have an active pondering. Oh, and as I put that on the floor, I can't help but notice here's some more diabetes stuff. I, yeah, that's probably best just left there. <laughs> but here's another I thing. I want to just leave everything. Right <laughs> no, that's where I come in. Um, but uh, but another thing is that it's better not to use floors for storage. It just you feel better when your floors are clear. And so do we want to? Do you want to look at shoes? Yes, throw away some shoes because we're clearing. Now, maybe we're doing the floor. Okay. This is feeling very sad. What is, and what is this bag of That's stuff? That's a bag of giveaway that I've already started. Excellent. Good work. Okay. Another point I should make, like when you said the act of pondering, a lot of times if you think about something, then by the time you're done, you're, you're ready, ready to let it go. I will say, though, because you can get very aggressive. <laughs> and the last time we did this. Oh, no. Did I persuade I, you? I oh. I gave up my, oh, my I had this DKNY, like, t-shirt fabric nightshirt uh, and I gave it up and I regretted it ever oh. since because it was the only good nightshirt I had. I well let me learn from that like so why did I persuade you was I just being was I telling you that it didn't look good did you like why what was happening? I think I got caught up I mean I got caught got the up fever. I got the fever and I'd had it for so long yeah. Because I'd had it like six years, I started thinking, well, I shouldn't have this yes. even if I use it all the time. Yes. So it's a lesson like it's okay to just keep using something for another five years yes. if it's serving its purpose yes. in a perfectly fine way. Yeah. Except though then there is the problem that you have, at least I have, where sometimes you love something and wear it even though you know you should not. Like it's really nasty and... You really should not be wearing it. It's possible that nightshirt <laughs> fell into that category. You know, I'm having and, a dim recollection. And that, that but I, I still miss it. Yeah, okay. But just remember to really think about it. If you really do wear, use something actively, then you should give it a special thought before you give it up because it's not like something that you never use. Or at yeah. least don't give it up before you have its replacement. Like I yeah. didn't have an equivalent uh, nightshirt, right. so then I was just without. Then you were without. Okay, that's good. So don't leave a gap. So we have some shoe shelves and they're all actually very neatly organized and they're all paired up and sitting together. There's a pair of Uggs, which I guess you wear when we go to Kansas City. There's actually like four pair of Uggs. Oh, well, okay. I'm gonna give up those tennis shoes. Now, I'm gonna give up these Birkenstocks because they just don't really. So these take, are blue We should suede. take the pad out though to give them away. Well, we should okay, give these away because they're in really good really shape. Nice. Really like nice. I have these heels. Yeah. 
that are slightly like, these were the big. shoes I wore to my rehearsal dinner, which were always too small, but I will yeah. never. These are really nice. What do you call that kind of heel? It's like a wedgie. A wedge. A wedge. They're like J. Crew. These are shoes that I never wear. Oh, these are fancy. Oh, I know. Now those are sentimental. Oh, these I spotted. What is up with these? These are like these are ruby red slippers. Yeah, these is what are, they are. I mean, bright red sparkly glitter. Uh, uh, my daughter Eleanor had this exact pair of shoes when she was four years old. And fit. I've never them. worn them once, but Adam bought them for me right when we started dating. So again, I can't okay. give those. Okay. So those in stay box. in the box. Oh my gosh! It's getting We're better. It's getting better. Okay. What is this? Another hamper? That's for my dry cleaning and some storage. Uh, but that's where I put dry cleaning. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. I now work with a team, and I am here to say that finding the right candidate and hiring the right candidate is one of the very biggest and most important challenges to anyone who has a small business. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, and so Elizabeth, one thing I'm seeing is that you have a lot of nice hangers here all together. They're very well organized, so that's good. I would shove them all down to the end so they're out of your way. Yeah, um, but one thing, so that, and these are like the kind of hangers that you get when you buy something. They're not the kind of, they're not like super fancy matching hangers, like if you buy hangers, which I can never, as an underbuyer, I could never buy a hanger. But I noticed that in your clothes, amongst your clothes, you have a lot of hangers that came from the dry cleaner. And the weird thing about hangers is they actually, t even if there's nothing on them, they take up a surprising amount of room. So let's just go through and take out the dry cleaner hangers. Oh, While you're looking, shit. one of the things that's helpful about having someone else with you is that, first of all, if they can sometimes say, like, that is just not going to look good. Like, I can just tell. I remember I was one time helping my mother-in-law clean her closet, and she held up this shirt and was like, this is a perfectly good shirt. And I was like, Judy, that is the ugliest shirt that I have ever seen in my life. It was mustard yellow, with had gigantic paisleys on it, and it had one of those floppy bows, you know, that was really big. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like... It sounds like something Murphy Brown No, I mean, but worse. I mean, beyond. It almost you felt like you should frame it and put it on the wall. And my mother-in-law is very beautiful. And I was just like, I would rip this off your body if I saw it, because, like, why would you wear this? And so, and she had to start laughing. And so anyway, so sometimes you just need someone to say to you, you know, this is not it's, something that a yes. person can wear. Oh, I love these shorts. Yeah, those, those are, are good. Yeah, yeah. How about this? And this. This, this was the... No, that's... That I'll wear. Okay, but you still... This have, was misguided. Okay, but can I just say this still has tags on it? Why does it still have tags on it if you're going to wear it? Because it's a five pounds away shirt. I'm five pounds away from that shirt, being able to wear that shirt, which I will get to. I know. I, I know. I try never to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's just not a good... That's not a good... It's it's it just it's not a helpful I know, pattern. I know. But We're not okay. supposed to do yeah. so. That's a good tip. Yeah, good thing is, that's a shopping tip. That's a shopping tip, which is don't buy in anticipation of 
losing weight. Your future body. It's hard to say what category we've moved on to in Elizabeth's closet. It seems to be a category of purses, bags, and hats. Um, all right, so okay. I'm looking through. Okay, no, wait, what is that? What, what is this, it? I think, is last time you were here. We put purses and bags. Oh, right, I remember that. But of course, the problem is that I've never gone into the bag. Well, let's, okay. Well, you know what purse we can, we can give oh, that? Mom gave me that. I'll take that. Okay. I will take that. All right. That is a beautiful red leather beautiful kind of, uh, like, going to a fancy party bag. I don't have anything like this, and it's big enough to have a cell phone. So, I'll okay. Take I think I, I should get rid of this plastic. Yeah, it's taking up too much room and it's not bag. serving. This was a bag I was putting other purses in, but as long as they're in there, I never look at the purses. Oh, but so. So this is, that's an important clutter clearing thing. Sometimes people get really into just the gear of organizing, and you just have to make sure that you don't spend all your time buying doodads to help you get organized or jam more stuff into place. And in fact, one of the first things, when people say to me, like, oh, I want to get organized, I say, don't get organized. Get rid of everything you don't. Remember when we did that with your files? When we when you, when you moved the last time, you are like, I'm going to organize all my files. And I was like, let's throw away everything that you don't need. And then you didn't even need a filing system because you basically threw away all everything. the paperwork. Yes. You I didn't need any of it. Yes. So it was like, don't get organized, get rid of everything, and then you may not need an organizing system. So actually, we put all your bags into a bag, and the bag actually hindered hindered you yes, using the bag. Yes. So it was a so bad idea. So here we idea. are years later. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's looking so much better in here. Look at all this space. I know. It's so Elizabeth, as I'm looking around, um, I'm thinking of a know yourself better question, which is, are you a simplicity lover or an abundance lover? Because like I'm a simplicity lover, and I remember mom telling me something about myself that was hugely helpful when she, she was saying... With clothes, you like to have very few choices and wear them all the time. And that's absolutely true. I get very overwhelmed if I have too many choices. But then some people love choices. They like they like abundance. They like having a lot of choices. And so I can't really tell. Like, as much as I know you, do you like abundance or simplicity? I think I like abundance. Yeah. But I, actually, I only use a few items. But, you um, like but I like having them. Yeah. And like, as I've said to you before... Sometimes, even if I just want something in tissue paper in my drawer, even if I know I'll never use it, I enjoy having it there. For some reason, it makes, when I see it, it gives me a little happiness boost. But so, but that's another reason to keep things relatively clear because then you see them and you know that you have them even if you're not, because just because something isn't used doesn't mean it's useless. So you're right. If you love seeing something there, even if you never get to wear that pair of shoes or use that handbag, it can give you pleasure. If you can see it, but if you just forget you even have it, then you might as no well. Point. Why is it taking up any space? Yes. So, um, but if you are, but I think sometimes simplicity lovers and uh, like want to tell abundance lovers they should get rid of everything because that's sort of my impulse. But you're right; you shouldn't. If if that's not if that doesn't if that doesn't work for you, keep a lot of profusion, but only keep the things that you really like, right? So that you're not burdened with a bunch of stuff that you'd never wear or that's right. old and gross or, you know, so it's yeah, all about... an abundance of junk is, uh, is ab- not what we're going yeah, for. Yeah, you want an abundance of, of, of a feeling of plenty. So a happiness stumbling block is you can't find things. And so one of the things that I find to be really helpful is to put things away in an exact place because it seems like I'll just put it in my closet, but if you have like a very specific place for things, then it's, it's act- and it's easier to find them, but it's also weirdly more satisfying to put them away because you have that feeling of like hitting a mark. Like, ooh, these, go, right. these scissors go right here. It's more fun to put things away. Okay, what's this? That is... You, that, gosh. 
That is something I seemed like a good idea at the time. It's like a it's a band that you. This is back when low waisted jeans were right. the rage. Yeah. So this is like a band that you can put to sort of cover your, you know, your plumber's situation. So that we can we can really just throw that away. Never, I don't think anyone. Anybody. I don't think anyone wants that. Your plumber situation. It's called a trendy top, but I guess that trend has passed. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm right that they're out. But even if not, it's just not some, a look to go for. I mean, that's just like you wonder, what was I thinking? Okay. Oh, you know, one thing I noticed that you don't have in here is a trash can. Would you mm. like to have a little trash can? Yeah, that's like a great little, idea. A little, and I mean, and not a box that you're using as a trash can, but an actual thing that looks like a trash can. Is it, that something people should have in their closets? Well, most people don't have enough room to put a, a trash can in their closet, frankly. But if you can, I think it's a real wonderful luxury because, like, here there's just, like, something that you ripped off, yes. a pair of socks. There's a lot of those. Here's a receipt. Here's, like, a plastic thing off of a purse-sized tissue bags. Yeah, you only have to walk two steps to use the trash can in the bathroom because your closet is off your bathroom. But it's just having that little, just ha being able to dump it. I mean, this is one of the things that's striking to me is how convenience matters so much for what we're doing. The tiniest bit of convenience will enormously change people's behavior. And so if you just had a little trash can... All right, Gretch, I'm looking around. I feel like we're done. Can we be done? <laughs> we can Please. be done. And you've been so patient. And uh, you've been a very good sport about doing this. And I know it seems like, you know, what is the big deal? Like in the context of a happy life, had something like a crowded coat closet is not a big deal. But it is the case that there's something about just getting control of these little things that seems to make people feel more able to tackle the big things. It's like the friend of mine who said, I finally cleaned out my fridge and now I know I can switch careers. Um, it's There's something about these little things that really they matter more than they should. So I, what I'm hoping, as your sister, is that it really will help you feel relaxed and cheerful and more energized when you can come in here and just see only things that you really enjoy. I'll definitely have more outfits to wear because I'll have easier access yes. to my clothes and it will make my husband happier yeah. to look in here and yeah. see the chaos uh, significantly under control. Right. Well, and this is a funny thing that I've noticed because I do try to like voice myself off on people to help them clean their closets is a lot of times their spouses become so exhilarated by the, the sight of this new closet that then they go ahead and clean their closets on their own. Because so a lot of times when you change something yourself, then you cause other people to change. So it can have this ripple effect. Um, well, so that's this very special episode of Happier. And if hearing us clean out Alyssa's closet inspired you to clean your closet, let us know what worked for you. We can all use new tips and strategies to keep our clutter under control. And if you have some great photos before and after, or either one, um, post them to the Facebook page so that everybody can see them. Um, and that's uh, the Gretchen Rubin Facebook page. Our producers for our very special episode of Happier are Mike Weisskopf and Henry Malofsky. Also, thanks as always to Andy Bowers and Laura Mayer from Panoply. And let us know um, what you think of the show on Twitter. I'm at Gretchen Rubin, and Elizabeth is at Elizabeth Craft, and that's craft with a C, like aircraft. Or send us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. If you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes. Plus, it's really a help if you rate and or review the podcast. Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us Onward and Upward.
This podcast is part of the Panoply Network. Check out our entire roster of podcasts at itunes.com slash panoply.